This is the Post Purchase Pro Podcast, Episode 8. That one message generated $21,354 in additional Amazon sales in just four hours. Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. Welcome to the podcast, folks. Today, we're going to be discussing how to tap into your unique customer list to generate additional revenue on your Amazon listings. It's going to be a lot of fun. Seth and I are ready to share with you one of the things that we do outside of our Amazon business that most sellers, unfortunately, do not do is we collect our customers' real contact information through a very unique and profitable process. And we're going to talk today about how we're able to tap into our Amazon customers' contacts via email and other methods to generate further sales, better ranking, better reviews, and so on. Seth? Yeah, Sean, super excited to be here because you and I both know, Sean, that one of the questions that we hear most commonly from the sellers that we talk to is how do I get a product ranked or how do I revive a product that has been struggling and fumbling along for a while? You know, it's the same old thing. Do I spend more money on ads? Do I give away more products from re with rebates? Do I set up a mini chat flow and, and buy a bunch of Facebook ads? Well, the problem with all that is that a lot of times it's not very profitable. You know, you and I, Sean, have been collecting our real customers' information for so long that it's kind of hard for us to, to think about the kind of disadvantaged position that a lot of Amazon sellers are approaching this business with today, where they have to rely on literally giving their product away so that Amazon will bless them with a little bit of page rank. It's, it's really tough for us to think about that. But at the end of the day, giving your product away with rebates or Spending a lot of money on PPC is just not the best way to run your business. It's not the best way to move up in the search results um, because it's expensive. Uh, in the case of rebates, it's really expensive. And in the case of PPC, you're actually just sending um, Amazon's own traffic to their own listing, which is yours, but they don't reward it in the same way. So they don't give you the same type of rewards as they do with real traffic that, that in our case, Sean, you and I have been doing it for so long, but we're talking about real traffic that we own and control. So Amazon sees it as a real sale bought at near full price, and it's external to their platform. So it's rewarded in a much different way. So what we're going to be talking about today is not using PPC, not using rebates, but still having massive results when it comes to launching a new product and it comes to reviving a, a product that's not doing as well as you'd hope. Sean, what do you say about people who don't have a customer list? How many times have I heard it? Okay, I understand, but I don't have a customer list. Well, what most sellers are not aware of, Seth, is that we all have the asset of a customer list. We just need to know how to access that. There are a couple of ways to do this, but one of the, the most effective ways that we've been able to harvest, if you will, our customers' real contact information is through a very effective product insert, okay? And 
When I say we already have an asset, Amazon is providing ample traffic to your listing every single day. Hopefully, you know, you're getting ongoing sales and consistent uh, sales every day. Well, it's what you do with that traffic that you don't own and control to turn that into traffic that you do own and control. And the best way that we've been able to do that is through a high converting product insert that delivers obvious value and in Amazon's eyes enhances the customer's experience, not only with the product, but also with their shopping experience on Amazon. So today's podcast, we're going to make you painfully aware of the fact that you have this asset but you're just not accessing it, not collecting it in the proper way. Seth, what do you mean when you say, quote unquote, high quality traffic? Well, that's what I was going to talk to you a little bit about, Sean, is like, you know, we kind of touched on it earlier. Um, You know, PPC uh, is not the highest quality traffic when it comes to ranking a product. Rebates are definitely not the highest quality traffic because of the way that the customer's interactions look to Amazon. Sean, how would you define high quality traffic and how does that affect Amazon ranking your product? Well, at the end of the day, Seth, real shoppers, they spend more time on the Amazon site. They spend more time scrolling through listings, shopping for products, comparing this product over that, looking at frequently bought together, clicking around within the platform, researching reviews, And real high-quality traffic, shoppers such as myself, Seth, who almost exclusively shop on Amazon, since I live in the middle of nowhere, I might as well be on the moon. Well, this real (laughs) traffic shows a real history of purchasing products. This means that traffic, if if you had myself scrolling through your listing, clicking around, reading your reviews, whether I add it to my cart or not, is a hundred, a thousand times better than some guy sitting in a coffee shop in Asia who looks at your listing and then bounces after a few seconds. Amazon knows the difference. This traffic is not the same. So we've shown time and time again that simply sending high quality traffic, these are real Amazon buyers who actually shop on Amazon, who do product research, add to the cart, remove from the cart, add to the wish list, share links, scroll through, click, research, and so on. Real shoppers, we've shown time and time again, just sending that high-quality traffic to your listing can dramatically move the needle on your rankings to show more, quote-unquote, Amazon love versus some of these fake review, these fake ranking, these, these Chinese and Asian companies that will promise to get your page or your product ranked on the page for your Uh, for your main keyword and whatnot, all they're doing is spiking the algorithm in a very short-term method that sees results in some cases, but it doesn't stick. It's just absolutely not the same, Seth. Yeah, and if you think about, like, for instance, a a rebate um, shopper that you guys are, a lot of you Amazon sellers are using to help move your listing up the page ranks. Well, if you think about their interaction with your listing, you know, they are coming there because they're getting it for free. They're literally coming there with a job in mind. And that is to check out and go get the rebate from whatever third party you're, you're paying to do this or from you, if you're doing it yourself. And so you think about what that looks like to Amazon, it looks fake. And 
probably that that rebate buyer is hooked into a lot of other freebie seeking uh, deal seeker groups where they're getting huge discounts in other ways. So their profile in a lot of cases is tagged as, you know, a deal seeker. So their purchase doesn't even count the same. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but we have where you run a bunch of rebates and for some reason you get no results. Well, it's because Amazon knows that those are fake sales. The profiles of those buyers are tagged because when they come to your listing, they check out within seconds. They're just trying to get it checked out so they can go get the rebate. But if you think about (coughs) sending your own real traffic, meaning your own real customers back to your listing, (coughs) and you're not getting the product away for free, you might get a small discount, but they still have to make a real buying decision. They're actually going to evaluate that decision before they make it. So they get to your listing, and instead of checking out immediately like a rebate buyer would, they actually read some reviews. They actually look at the photos. They actually read your product description. That's what a real uh, checkout process looks like. And Amazon knows it. And they actually reward just for that traffic. Even if the customer doesn't buy, they reward for that high quality traffic, just as you said, Sean. So using real traffic, which is your real customer base, like you said, that you harvested or collected over time from people that have actually purchased from you is the most profitable way to rank new products and it is the best way to revive old products because Amazon rewards it the most. They reward it to such a degree that the customer doesn't even have to actually buy the product to get a ranking increase. That's how much of a difference it is. Sean? You know, Seth, I would call you delusional and say, my friend, that you're living in a fantasy world. If you can Convince yourself that Jeff Bezos and the Amazon algorithm doesn't know the lifetime value of your account. You've been shopping on Amazon for several years now. I have. Most of the folks that are listening to this broadcast, they've had been shopping on Amazon as well. I'm telling you, we think that we're tricky, high-tech ninjas. We know how to spike the algorithm here, manipulate the algorithm there. Well, as high-tech as we think we are, Seth, Amazon is so much more high tech and so much more oh, sophisticated yeah. in tracking this data. They know exactly how much money you've spent on the platform that you first opened your account. If you don't think that's true, then you are delusional. You're living in some kind of fantasy world there. So that being said, if Amazon knows the lifetime value of myself and you and your wife and my wife and everyone else listening, who do you think they're going to put more value in? as a consumer who shops around on Amazon and looks at product. If, if you can somehow figure out a way to get these very high net worth, high conversion value, rabid Amazon shoppers that you already have, you just don't know yet. If you can figure out a way to get these folks back to your listing, then that's going to reap huge rewards within your Amazon listing. But I know what you're doing. You're sitting there right now listening to this podcast and you're going, but where do I get this real traffic? I don't have this real traffic. Who are these amazing Amazon shoppers that you're referring to right now, guys? Well, this real traffic comes from a real customer list that you've collected from your real Amazon buyers. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, I can't collect, I don't have access to this data, you're wrong. Just imagine what the customer experience is when your customer receives a product and says, thank you for your purchase. In order to help you get the maximum benefit out of this product, 
to be sure that you don't void your warranty, hurt yourself, harm the product, or worse, check this out. Let's give you X. Let's forward you to this informational uh, package that helps you get the maximum benefit, maximum effect from our product. Amazon loves this. Most of you, unfortunately, are, are attacking this customer harvesting, this customer relationship building from the wrong angle. And, and Seth will be the first to tell you that it needs to come from a place of value, of giving versus a place of what's in it for me, the seller. Instead of, instead of asking your customer to do something for you, why don't you just flip the script on them and say, here, let me give more. Give, 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 and create that relationship effect that I'll be talking about shortly. Seth? Yeah, Sean, that's funny. That reminds me, you know, the JFK quote in reverse, right? It's like, <laughs> what, what can I do for my customer should be what you're thinking about. It shouldn't be you sitting there. What can my customer do for me? You, If you come from a place of value, number one, Amazon loves it. And you're always going to stay within TOS if you have that in mind when you're creating your marketing. Um, but just let me give you an example. So we worked with a client several years ago. And they were like, you know, we have this insert in our product and it's just not working. Like we get two or three opt-ins every single day. And, you know, the insert in your product, if it's done correctly, is one of the biggest ways that you can grow a customer list really, really quickly. You know, they're getting two or three opt-ins a day. And so we say, okay, let's take a look at what you have. And so we look at their insert and it says, you know, something to the effect of, hey, Register your warranty, um, and would you leave us a review? So then we're like, okay, that's that's okay. Uh, there's not really too much benefit in there for the customer because when we look at their product, their product sells for ten dollars. Who's going to register a warranty for a ten dollar product? <laughs> it's not it's not going to happen. That's not a huge benefit to the customer. The customer doesn't need a ten dollar warranty. So we rethought uh, their insert, came from a place of supporting the product. And after we redesigned the insert with them, you know, saying something dramatically different, we took them from collecting two or three emails a day to over a hundred a day. Several months later, you know, they have a, a huge list of people that they were able to launch new products to. They were able to send tra that traffic. Those customers who actively raised their hand and said, yes, I want to hear from you. They came back to their listings and bought more product, which increased their organic rankings. That's why we say it's the best way to launch a new product. That's why we say it's the best way to relaunch an old product because these are real customers who have bought from you at full price and have chosen to interact with you outside of Amazon. So when they get a marketing message from you, it's not like it's blind. No, they're expecting it and they want to do more business with with you. Sean, what do you think? Well, it comes back to the old saying, you know, I used to do a little bit of fishing and I wasn't very good at it, but you always think to yourself, if you want to catch more fish, you have to think like a fish, not like a fisherman, right? And at the end of the day, if you can put yourself in the mindset, because I know what you're thinking, you're thinking, okay, well, this is great. Well, I don't have a product insert. I don't know how to design one. I don't know how to come from a position of value. Well, think about this. Put yourself in the mindset. Imagine for a moment, what frame of mind is your customer in at the point that they're opening your product? When finally in receipt of your product, 
what's the next best thing that can happen in their lives that would enhance that experience, that would benefit the value that they receive from the product. I don't care if it's a, a $10 widget or a $200 widget. If you can intercept the conversation that your customers are already having in their own mind, then you join them in that journey of product experience. So think about that. List out five, six ideas that if you were your own customer, what would you want to see? What would make you feel like, wow, I'm about to have a great experience? And then create that for them. You don't have to give away the farm. You don't have to hand out hundreds of dollars. You don't have to do rebates and free products. You just have to ask yourself this. Why would someone purchase this product? And what do they hope to gain from this product? And what can I create as a product or brand owner to help enhance that experience? Sometimes it's video. Sometimes it's a downloadable PDF. Sometimes it's a coupon for another product that complements. Just put several ideas down on paper and start stewing on it for a while. And you will and can come up with a great idea. And once you have that, then you can finally unleash the power of email marketing for Amazon sellers. And most of you are going to go, well, how do I use email as an Amazon seller? Well, first of all, it's so powerful because nobody, virtually no one is doing this. We've been doing it from day one. And most of you who are not are doing it are doing it incorrectly or you're doing it in a very, very small way, meaning you're not getting very many opt-ins from your insert. Well, what should you do, Seth? If you're not getting opt-ins in your insert, change the freaking insert. Try a different approach. Try a different positioning so that you can tap into this pent-up potential of creating an Amazon list. At the end of the day, this is how real businesses operate, by nurturing a relationship with their customers. And at this point, you say, well, what do you mean by a relationship? Are we getting married? Are we holding hands? No, a relationship means opening up a dialogue with your customers and creating a situation where your customer looks forward to hearing from you. They want to open your messages. They want to engage your brand more, and they want to give you more business. I don't care if you're selling buggy whips, door stops, pump handles, or wagon wheels. There is a way to create this holy grail of a relationship with your customer. Don't look at him or her as a transaction. Rather, look, how can I re-engage the customer and create a situation where this customer not only trusts me, is willing to do more business with me, but has an enhanced experience with my product and looks forward to receiving messages where I deliver more ongoing value. What's in it for them, Seth? Exactly, Sean. Good, uh, all good points. Um, what I, I did want to comment on one of the things that you said, it seems like every Amazon seller <laughs> has been trained by the same group of people because they all think the same. So when you say added value, I'm sure a lot of people instantly thought of, oh, I could just give them a free product. Oh, I could just give them another, uh, a different product from my line or whatever. Everybody thinks <laughs> in terms of giving a free product and that's the wrong approach. You can provide value in a, a much different way that doesn't cost you anything and actually adds to the experience of the customer. Um, if you keep giving away your product to your customers, eventually no one's going to want to pay for them because they expect it for free. But just think about this. If you were selling party supplies, um, would your customer rather have more party supplies 
that, uh, you know, don't really get them anything because they bought what they needed from you? Or would they rather have some supporting, like a supporting video telling them how to throw a great party? And if you just gave them one or two ideas that they never thought of before, that's like, wow, this company really is thoughtful. And you didn't, it didn't cost you anything. You just had to shoot the video one time. And now you're providing ongoing value to every single customer. Think about if you guys have ever used the software ClickFunnels. When you join ClickFunnels and you pay to use the software, you all you also get a bunch of training. You know, Russell's teaching you in ClickFunnels how to use it, the things to do to create, uh, you know, more sales using that software. He's not, <laughs> Great analogy. He's not, he's, he's not giving you more software for free. He's giving you something to support what he sold you. So think a little differently than your typical Amazon seller because your typical Amazon seller is not getting ahead. So you got to think a little different. Sean, I want to give a real life example of how this has worked in our business in the past. And yeah. this is the, you know, early on 2014, 2015, we started including an insert um, in this product that we sold. It was an adjustable pillow. Um, it started collecting several hundred emails a day, just like I told you, you know, one of our uh, clients had the same exact experience. But a few months in, we're like, well, let's see really how valuable this email list is that we've been collecting. What if, are we just doing this, um, you know, and wasting our time and, and, and uh, you know, getting our hopes up for nothing? Is this going to work the same way on Amazon as it's worked in our other businesses? And so we decided to test it. So we set up an email to go out to these customers. At that time, we had about... 10,000 people on that list, you know, a couple months worth of collecting about a hundred a day. And let me tell you something, the results blew us away. We sent an email out and, you know, we, we kept refreshing the screen because that one message generated $21,354 in additional Amazon sales in just four hours. Literally the email that we sent generated over $20,000 in sales in a few hours and it was near full price. We were not giving it away. We did a 20% off coupon to our audience of customers that already had purchased that exact same product from us before. That is the power of a customer list. That is the power of email marketing. Now, the biggest benefit was we had a big drag. A lot of customers open that email the next day and open the email on day three and open the email on day four. So yes, we got $21,000 day one, but we got an extra few thousand dollars on day two, same thing for day three and then drug out. And so now you think about the impact of the ranking that happened. We actually jumped several pages for a lot of our tough to rank keywords. And that really opened our eyes. And we said, you know, ever since that first email went out where we had this big spike, in not only sales, but ranking, conversion, everything was better. We said, we are going to take this extremely seriously um, on Amazon because it made such a huge difference. Sean? Really, really good stuff. And you know, uh, you said it best, Seth. If, if I just went to Amazon and say I purchased a weight loss supplement or a workout, a piece of workout equipment, when I open that supplement, it's supposed to help me lose weight, the last thing in the world I need is more supplement that I haven't even taken yet. What I need to know is how can I get the best effect? How can I lose the darn weight? What are the top five, six, seven things that I should avoid so that I get the best, the best 
uh, effect and the best use of the product and the best result overall. So, you know, just use your head. You'll come up with something. Um, it's uh, we're a little bit over our uh, schedule here again, Seth. So let's uh, sign off until until next week. We sincerely appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Seth and I'd love to share. We have a list 10 miles long of topics that we cannot wait to get out there. 20 minutes at a time is going to take a long time. Help us get the word out to your colleagues, to your peers, to your friends, even your competitors. <laughs> what we're sharing is marketing gold for Amazon sellers. If you truly want to do something outside the box, you want to do something that your colleagues and competitors are not doing, take the advice and some of the things that we're sharing here. Like the podcast, just click the little button. Give us a five-star review if you think we deserve it. If not, then uh, you know don't do anything. Uh, subscribe to us. This shows the platforms that were relevant and valuable uh, to the conversation. Share us with others and leave us a review. I love reading the reviews. The reviews get me all amped up and give me ideas on things to share in the future. So within that review, maybe you can just say, hey, I love these guys. They're awesome. Best people I ever heard. I'd love to hear X. And we will move that to the top. So Thanks again. This has been the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, Episode 8, and we'll talk to you next week.